Gospel of this day is reading from the book of St. Matthew in the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus continues in these words. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel, under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and glor give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until, it is, until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Now I have a spoiler alert for you. This is the first of a two-parter. So you got to come back next week so I can do the second half of it. Or at least you've got to attend next week in some way so you can hear the second half of it. Because what's going on is Jesus' sermon. What's happening is he's in the midst of things because he's already said the blessed are these people. Now I'm going to tell you how you run it. And you'll notice he starts like a lot of us preachers start. You want to get their attention so you butter them up a little bit. You know, you got to make them feel good. So you are the salt of the earth. Oh, boy. Now, in Jesus' day, that's got about six meanings. Let me hit just two or three for you. First of all, that means that you are people who do surprises. Because salt always brings its own flavor, brings out flavors, is a great additive to so much food. Oh, and by the way, yeah, preservative. Because with no refrigeration, the only way you're going to keep food for walking around in your pocket, having snacks during the day, you salt it. Depending on how much or how little is up to you. I got a great example of that. I was so pleased. I headed out of Calgary last week on Sunday, and I was terrified because the roads had been just awful. And sure enough, the Lord blessed me all the way to Canmore. It looked just like home. The roads were white as could be. 
because they salted them in order to keep them clear. That's another place you can use salt. The third thing I'd offer before you about salt is this. It's valuable. You pay people in salt. The Roman soldiers were paid in salt. And salt still drives all kinds of economy. Like, for instance, if you ask the guys at Unity, Saskatchewan, they're going, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right over there around the corner, you know, down three miles, take a left, go over past the barn that burned down, up past where the three trees, you know, the usual rural directions. They'll tell you where the salt mine is. They'll get you to it. There's another one not very far out of a place I used to go to regularly every summer at Godrich, Ontario. There's another one in Nova Scotia. We've been doing salt forever. The only problem is, if you don't have any saltiness, then it's no good. You can't even use it for war. Oh, and by the way, it is used for war. If you want to know more about that, I can tell you about that later. But in this case, you should be looking at Judges 9. Salt that's used as a war tool. Now, really quickly, moving on to light. Light is a wonderful thing, and no, you don't hide it under a bushel, but sometimes it has to do with actually burning things. Sometimes it doesn't. I'll give you two quick examples of how you can be light differently in the world. In me tradition from the old country, there was a place on the southeast coast that used to have terrible shipwrecks. And what they did was in 1132, do you, do you understand that? 1132, they set up a huge bonfire. It's been burning ever since. There's a lighthouse stands there. It's the oldest continually used operational lighthouse in the world, according to me ancestors. Now, I think there's one older, but it's close. That's light that is not only warning, but it's light that is welcoming, light that is hospitality, that says you're coming to the coast, you're coming to where you want to be. And here's how you do light without burning anything at all. Friend of mine has 10% eyesight. He was afflicted as a very young child, and he can see only a bit of light and dark. He can't truly focus, and the further away you get, the worse it is. And so the family said one day, we're going hiking in the mountains. And they're going to take him. And he's going, well, I don't know how this is going to work. I'm not going to get up the first hill. Because he can't see the dips. He can't see the rocks. He can't see where he's going. And then what happens is his great uncle, uncle steps up. And he reaches back. And he says, grab the other end of my cane. They walk for the next three hours up this trail. 
And he's busy telling them what's in front of him. And what he comes to understand, even though he can't see, is that he's being told by the rise and fall of the cane where there's a dip, where there's a rise, where it goes up, where it goes down, where the corners are. Being a light without burning anything at all. Now, says Jesus, I want you to tell, how, tell you how bright that light's got to be. Ponder this. I've got 612 rules. These are Jewish laws that the Pharisees know very well. They know all of them. And I want you to ponder this. If you came more than a kilometer and a half this morning to get here, you broke the law. You were working because you had to go outside, you had to get in your vehicle, or you had to go outside, you had to get in the bus, or you had to walk that far from where you live. You broke the law. That's work. And you do no work on the Sabbath day. You've got to fulfill every one of them. Oh, are you kidding me? Jesus says, no, wait. I'm going to tell you something else. It's going to get worse. Watch this. And that's next week as we continue to work for the kingdom. Amen.